the Econ4U podcast series. I'm your host Sinjana and the aim of my podcast is to interview professionals of different industries in order to understand how we can develop our economy for the better. Today I'm excited to introduce Sebastian Hofbauer and Alexander Taylor from the 1M2030, an organisation who aims to generate at least 1 million leaders of global development by 2030. So, Alexander and Sebastian, could you briefly introduce yourselves and your roles? Yeah, uh, thank you very much. Uh, it's really a pleasure to be part of this great podcast. Uh, as you said, my name is Sebastian Hofbauer. I'm uh, 29 years old and from Austria. And originally I was trained as a mechanical engineer, but uh, nowadays I work for the uh, United Nations in Geneva and more particularly at the UN, UN Institute for Training and Research, or UNITA for short. Um, I'm also the former executive director of a Swiss-based uh, foundation called the Global Challenges Forum. And in that capacity, I co-founded the 1M2030 initiative that you mentioned. And this is also how I met Alexander. Hi, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Alexander. I am a honors student at Morehouse College. Um, I originally took a gap year about uh, eight months through Senegal and immersed. And through that program and process, I applied and got integrated into the 1M2030 initiative, um, which is a joint partnership um, between the United Nations Institute for Training and Research and the Global Challenges Forum. Uh, I currently am in the capacity as the youth ambassador to the Global Challenges Forum, as well as the business development ambassador of the 1M2030 initiative um, and work in joint capacities to help scale the project. Okay, so what was your um, reason for starting the 1M 2030 and what would you say is the main mission of this um, initiative? Um, maybe I can start answering the question and then Alexander can give a little bit more uh, details on the goals of the, the initiative. Um, but basically yeah. the, the idea for 1M 2030 first emerged during a conference that UNITAR and GCF uh, were co-hosting in Delhi in India. And this conference explored how leadership development could lead to resilience on a global scale. And um, in the discussions during the conference, during the workshops and so on, uh, the participants soon agreed that youth leadership in particular would be uh, very much foundational to that goal. And uh, to make the long story short, the conference produced a document, the so-called Delhi Proclamation, that mandated the creation of a youth initiative uh, with the aspirational goal of mobilizing one million youth leaders for sustainable development uh, beyond 2030. Uh, Alexander, do you want to add to that? Um, that essentially covers it. I think um, the, in terms of the mission of the organization, I, we really are youth focused and we're you know, a by youth for youth initiative in the sense that we really work with youth leaders um, and try to empower young aspiring uh, social entrepreneurs um, through different um, opportunities and uh, projects that we have in development in order to better empower them and give them a platform to develop further. Okay, so by 2030, what key objectives do you hope to achieve through these youth leadership programs? Go ahead, Alexander, please. Sure. Um, yeah, so in terms of the key objectives, um, what we're really looking for is to have youth leaders that are in alignment to all 17 sustainable development goals in their social entrepreneurship or community projects. Um, this essentially is allowing us to scale um, and to develop and platform these youth um, to address the societal issues um, in the global challenges of the present and the future. Okay. 
And what sustainable development goals would you say you prioritise the most? Or do you have projects in all 17 of these SDGs? Yeah, uh, so we kind of thought about the idea of creating, you know, just as, a, as an initiative of our own, creating um, the concept for a new SDG, SDG 0, uh, SDG 18, which would be entirely youth focused. So obviously then that would be our main uh, SDG we add value to. Um, there is no such SDG. At the, at the same time, if you look at our website, you kind of see the facts on why we need youth leadership. And uh, you will quickly learn if you go through the SDGs that um, most of them have components that either um, include youth as beneficiaries or that can be um, worked on by young people. Uh, so with the, with the goal that we have of raising 1 million youth leaders, um, what I want to mention there in regards to the SDGs is also that we would like to go beyond that um, in our name. Uh, the name is 1 of 2030 or 1 million youth leaders beyond 2030. So we don't go until 2030, but beyond that. And the idea behind that is basically uh, that we would want to be prepared to whatever comes next, what comes after the SDGs. Uh, so um, by having this movement of 1 million youth leaders, we hope that they will be the one to carry basically the SDGs uh, beyond 2030. And maybe just a, a last sec sentence on that. Apart from this kind of overarching goal, uh, we would really like to solidify the notion that youth are not only symbols of futuristic hope, which I think uh, many people uh, do believe, but they are also very valuable actors in the present. So therefore, I think uh, as as the global community, we should have an interest in giving them a seat at the table. And, you know, um, one small and but very important uh, contribution by young people is, for example, this podcast. I think it's a great idea. Thank you. We would like to give um, a platform for young people around the globe that are doing similar initiatives. Okay, yeah, thank you. So I understand that this organisation works in collaboration with UNITAR, so United Nations Institute for Training and Research. What influence on policy making for global development do you think um, the organization has had so far, if any? Yeah, so I, I think that's a kind of um, high level target, I would say. Uh, we're starting small. Um, and you know, the path from, from what we are doing, um, the activities and the goals that we have until reaching basically the impact on global uh, policy making is a long path. But eventually, I think there will be an impact and hopefully uh, it will be measurable. Uh, but basically, um, just to speak a little bit about UNITAR, it's uh, one of the training arms of the United Nations. And at UNITAR, we provide innovative learning solutions to individuals and um, also organizations and institutions to enhance global decision making and to support country level action for, for uh, in support of the SDGs. So that is, if you want, the pathway from our activities to really shaping uh, policy making. Um, very concretely, it is difficult to say, especially at this early stage, uh, but you can, of course, look at um, our website, some of the projects we have um, and how they add value, maybe not so much on policymaking, but definitely on global development. Um, Alexander, would you like to add on it? I think, he, I think you covered um, all major points regarding that, Sebastian. Okay, great. So you're talking about these um, projects that the student leaders have organised. Could you tell our listeners a little bit more about some of the events you organise? Because I understand you organise hackathons, webinar series and even have a journal. So 
Do you mind elaborating on this a little bit further? Sure. Um, I believe that uh, in terms of what we're trying to focus on is we're essentially trying to create um, mediums for youth to find that, that align to the professional interest of those youth so that way they can platform themselves. So our webinars um, are you know, youth-led and involved, but they're also part of intergenerational conversations that um, we bring other uh, branches of individuals from other branches of the UN and other individuals that are expert panelists to engage and kind of have a, a real conversation about um, the projects that are going on. You know, our hackathon in development um, is in partnership uh, with one of our tech ambassadors, Avi Schiffman, um, who you may have uh, heard from the news, uh, is the 17-year-old who has the largest coronavirus tracking site in the world, and governments use his uh, his page. Uh, so essentially, you know, this is part of kind of this idea of a um, integrating a hackathon to create global solutions. It's essentially an idea that youth youth can be part of that, and that youth can be part of the solution and can create solutions, even if it's through a virtual medium. The other areas um, in terms of our podcast and development, we've partnered with uh, Barbara Harrison Media, um, NBC4 anchor, uh, and, and um, essentially are trying to create another platform for youth to share their stories. So that's really what 1M2030 is trying to evolve into, in addition to the physical events that we might continue to have at the UN and beyond in the future. Okay, so how do students sign up to take part if they want to? Well, they can register onto our form. Um, we have a form in terms of if they, if you, if for individuals who have a particular topic of interest and a, a project that is, you know, um, in development, they can fill out the form, um, their information, and how that what the information of their project and how that project aligns to the 17 UN Sustainable Goals, um, and how. And, and that allows us to kind of assess and overview that project in detail and see if we want to uh, further involve them in collaboration. The other way is if you start off as a viewer or someone who wants to engage, uh, we uh, cordially invite any individual who wants to learn more about 1M 2030 to subscribe because from through subscribing, you will receive that information of newsletters and other content such as our online journals um, that you brought up before that will um, empower you and also incite you about the work that can be done and what you can do. Okay, so you spoke about um, mentioning a project that we would like to work on. Um, have any student-led projects stood out to you the most as being quite creative that you'd like to share? Yeah, um, so of course I, do, I don't want to create kind of a ranking of projects, but I can mention maybe two projects um, that um, stood out to me. And one is being led by uh, a young uh, lady called Sia Tayal. She's from India and she created the uh, My Own Bag initiative. So basically she collects waste fabrics and turns them into reusable bags. And this initiative provides employment uh, for women. It reduces waste and also aims to promote the, the, the mantra of recycle, reuse and reduce. And another very exciting initiative is by Natasha Sichula from Zambia and she created Hertz which is uh, short for Her Empowerment Race Zone. And it's a movement for girls that um, basically uh, consists of mentorship, volunteerism, uh, scholarships and innovation to eradicate um, uh, period poverty around the world. And, you know, these are just um, two of the examples of student-led projects that um, within 2030 we have witnessed. And it's really a great pleasure to work with these young people 
and I encourage everybody to have a look at the website and you know to to have a look at these projects and maybe even contact some of these young leaders. Okay, that's really interesting. So, how does One M Twenty Thirty help, for example, these cells develop their projects to bring them out to the world? Sure. In, in part, it's um, brand value um, through um, being an affiliation with Unitar and being hosted on our webinars. But another part is growing to scale with um, opportunities we're developing with partners now to help youth microfinance their projects um, and in kind of um, move move from kind of the stakeholder engagement um, kind of help that we provide and the marketing help that we provide to to helping platform their initiative on a monetary level. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So I was doing a little bit more research, um, Alexander, and I found that you founded Art um, Next Gen. And I was just wondering what this organization does and how it's similar to the one in 2030. Sure. Um, Art of Next Gen is um, an organization that's not or- oriented on in terms of scaling to capacity, but is oriented on quality and high, and high caliber. So we're really looking for um, high-level individual youth, um, aspiring youth and aspiring professionals um, that are pursuing social entrepreneurship roles. It uh, started when I was 15 and I, I approached my mom and I wanted to see more, uh, better representation of minority youth leaders. And it was something that ended up transforming into an uh, organization that um, was to try to help individuals that are just starting to scale their projects. And I think what Artem NextGen is, is kind of the seed for individuals to join 1M2030 in certain ways, because we're really looking at the passion projects, um, helping develop the business plans and the websites, um, the forms, uh, the, um, the business cards, and all the other kind of um, integral parts of developing a social enterprise. Um, that come beforehand, um, before entering into the level in which um, individuals are engaging stakeholders and and encountering other youth. Um, So yeah, it's very much a grassroots kind of initiative that developed, and uh, I look forward to uh, aligning it further into the 1M2030 initiative in the future. Okay, that's really inspiring to hear. I think that brings me to the end of my questions that I had. I was just wondering if you had any final words for any aspiring youth leaders amongst the listeners on the importance of youth empowerment and global development. I would say um, go for it and pursue pursue your project. Um, It may not necessarily be easy when starting out, but that doesn't mean it won't be straightforward. Um, There's a lot of blueprints out there and um, just you know, apply what your interests are and try to apply them to the blueprints that are out there to try to help scale and develop your project. And I encourage you to contact uh, the 1M2030 initiative um, and develop your own youth initiatives as well um, into the future because it's right now it's what uh, we need. Yes, uh, I completely agree with Alexander and maybe one small piece of um, advice I could add to that is um, that you really shouldn't be afraid to reach out, right? Uh, contact people on LinkedIn uh, to learn about what they're doing and maybe um, to learn about opportunities to collaborate and also answers, answer calls from organizations and initiatives such as 1M2030 to be, um, uh, pre- to be uh, working with them. And just in doing so, because we do receive a lot of um, answers from young people to work with us, but of course, the ones that stand out are the ones that are well prepared. So um, when you do reach out, um, do uh, prepare your, your email or the form that you fill out or the video that you send 
and submit quality answers and be professional when you do reach out to people, but definitely uh, reach out because I think uh, many people don't realize or would be surprised uh, by how much is possible by simply, uh, you know, taking that step and not being afraid to reach out to people and organizations. And I think actually one perfect example is Alexander because he simply saw um, an opportunity to participate in the 1M2030 launch event in Geneva that was almost a year ago. And today he's actually uh, one of the main actors leading this initiative. So simply by reaching out to us, um, to answering our call online, he became from he became um, not only a participant of 1M2030, but one person leading it. And just to close, I think another example is actually uh, you, Sanjana, because uh, you simply reached out to us on LinkedIn. And now we are working together on this uh, great podcast episode. And I think that's also a very nice thing to do. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, the work you're both putting into this initiative is truly inspiring. And hopefully some of our listeners will be keen to get involved and we'll check out your website, as you suggested. So thank you both for speaking today. Thank you. Thank you very much. So that brings us to the end of today's podcast. I hope you have enjoyed listening to our guest speaker today. Be sure to follow the Instagram at EFY Podcast and I hope you enjoyed listening to our discussion.